Hi, I'm Garcia. And I'm Telly. And we are the Her Castle Girls, founders of Bright Mindset Project. Welcome to It's All Connected by Her Castle Girls. <laughs> we talk about how as humans, <laughs> we can amplify our mindset practices, become more magnetic, follow our authentic callings, lead in our own energies to become that version of our higher level selves that we know we can be. Our principles are based in neurolinguistic programming, spiritual aspects, and alternative therapies. On today's podcast, we will be discussing fear. So, Car, let's talk about fear. Um, and let's to give our viewers and listeners a bit of where we're coming from with this. One of our favorite franchise movies just happens to be Fast and the Furious. We yes. love our we love our gangster films. They're all about them. They're so interesting. We love a lot of action films. We For do. people that are very peaceful and mindful, <laughs> we do love. Um, action films, but I think that's just something from our childhood. Mm. You know, um, that's how we would bond with a lot of the males in our family, our father, and so it's sort of like a nostalgic thing. It is where you know you can sit down and watch a really good action film, right? Which Fast and the Furious it has more good episodes, good movies than yes. bad. That's so true, right? And it's funny because although we've seen like every single part now. Um, for some reason, this time watching it, we did both come to a like an almost like a eureka kind of thing. Like, wait a minute! It's almost like we didn't realize it before and until now. Um, one of the, of course, everyone knows Dom Dominic Toretto, his beautiful lady Lottie or Letty, sorry. And as usual, Letty is helping Dom to take down yet again another truck to right. steal something electronics or right. whatever the case may be. And as usual, Letty is the one that climbs her little body out of the car and does these death-defying stunts to help pull over this truck to get whatever goods they're after. Mm -hmm. And Dominic, of course, is happy for this because his lady's the ride or die, which I think most men, they want that ride or die woman that will go all the way (laughs) to the end. Or is that just a perceived belief? Hmm. (laughs) Possibly. <laughs> that's another that's episode. An, that's another episode. Yeah. But what got me, I remember we had this like long discussion. I turned to you and I remember saying, Car, isn't it weird though? Like this poor woman is putting her literally putting her life on the line. Right. She's bungee cording herself into the air to get on this truck to get whatever goods are in there so that Dominic can have the rewards and don't right. do whatever he wants whether he sells it at his shop or puts it online i don't know what he's doing with it but we were talking about this and i remember i turned to you and i said it's interesting how letty lottie sorry lottie letty represents a lot of women maybe not to the same degree as letty but mm-hmm. then again a lot of women are actually probably even more so because you know there are a lot of women that are in these relationships mm-hmm. with their man whether the man is doing illegal things or maybe right. he's just not treating her right whatever the case is they're so fearful of stepping out that they stay 
living in this toxic relationship. And when we were having this discussion, so I thought maybe it would be cool for us to just let our listeners also know what we were discussing. Well, you know, thinking of this now and, you know, to bring it down to earth a bit, because right now you're thinking of Vin Diesel and the cast of um, Fast, Fast and, and the Furious. Furious. Yeah. But bringing it down to earth, what we're really talking about here is dysfunctional toxic relationships right and why they exist right we can look at many people in our lives um, and see how many people have lived in toxic relationships right. for decades mm -hmm. and when you look at the nitty-gritty of it you know we look from the outside and you say oh well it's love it's unconditional love but when you look at it from another perspective and you really dig and find out the motivations behind the people in this relationship, right. you find that they are together because they're fearful of being alone. Right. And I think in the situation of uh, a lady mm -hmm. um, with, you know, a partner that constantly puts her right. in these positions of of endangering her life yes she's attracted someone that she magnetized right she is doing something that bought in a man like this into her life and yes we can romanticize it mm -hmm. and it looks great for for tv it looks great for the movies mm -hmm. it makes great movie trailers but in real life <laughs> this would be considered a bad relationship and a therapist would immediately warn the woman to start making moves in moving on. And my whole thing is I believe Letty is the way she is because of fear. Hmm. No one wants to be alone. No one wants to suffer. Right. And whatever you value Mm -hmm. You know, if you value a loving relationship, the last thing you want to do is do something that's going to allow you to leave a loving relationship. True. So for me, you know, thinking of fear, I go into the whole, well, why are we where we are? Why do we stay where we are? Right. And that's not only with people, right. but with certain jobs, certain friendships, mm -hmm. certain countries, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. what is the cause of you staying in that very position? Right. What is stopping you? And for me, I always say it's fear. And it's funny because you did say something that really hooked me there because you said that Letty basically like attracted the Dom, you know, Dominic's character. It's almost like she manifest, like you could say she manifested this she did. type of character. Because remember, right? Whatever your frequency is, right. whatever you're vibrating, right. that is what you attract. Right. So Letty, we're not really sure she loves herself. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you, no, know, you know, if, that's, that's true. If you're jumping on the side of trucks and scratching yourself up and risking your life weekly to help your boyfriend <laughs> rob people, you probably don't love yourself. I don't think she does. No, and, and this is very basic mm. mindset stuff that we're talking about, yeah. right? 
the idea that you're enabling him first of all to do something that endangers his life that means that you're endangering your life and you're projecting everything is a mirror right everything is a reflection whatever you are you look in the mirror whatever that reflection is it's coming back at you right so she did manifest a she relationship did. with a gangster and it's interesting too because she almost spoils herself to say because well, as we saw the truck got out of control and of course dawn came to her rescue and rescued her but she keeps doing this she keeps on she's addicted to this pattern because she in her back of her mind she's like well it's okay if i get thrown around i know that dominic will save me and i guess you could also bring that into people that have jobs well it's okay if this person at work is still you know abusing me at least they have a job so i'll just stay here in this comfort zone because i'm too afraid to the great you know to get out there and fearfully get another job or get another exactly. relationship or something. and and here's the thing it's easier to live in fear than to step out and leap out into courage. Girl, let me say that again. <laughs> it's easier <laughs> to live in fear than it is to leap out and step into courage. That part. It is. It is. I mean, we can dance around it as much as we can, but when you really want to know if someone is living is living life you mm -hmm. ask them how many mistakes have you made how many times have you failed and i always feel that if you haven't failed you haven't actually ever learned anything because lived. learnings really? don't come unless you failed right um learnings don't come unless you've stepped out into the deep stepped right. off of a cliff mm -hmm. that's where the real adventure begins that's fascinating i like that I do. Hey, we are interrupting our own show, of course, to talk about a new program that I am so excited to offer through our coaching program, Bright Mindset Project. And the name of the program is Healing Your Inner Child. This program is definitely for those that are wanting to transform and they are just wanting to see some change. This session, this group of sessions is going to help you transform from being a hoarder of things and emotions. It's going to help you transform from being unforgiving of yourself and others and the perfectionism that you might be carrying. It'll help you to transform from being a people pleaser. It's going to transform you from those feelings of inadequacy. It's going to transform you from being uncommitted. It's going to transform you from feelings of abandonment. And you're going to become aware of your space and how it's filled mentally, physically, and spiritually. You're going to be more forgiving of yourself, kinder, knowing your purpose, and you're going to be fully confident of who you are, knowing how important you are, and having a clear picture of your values without outside validation. In this course, you're going to learn about the child archetypes that you might be carrying and the archetypes that you've probably been carrying all your life. Once you identify these archetypes that make you, you'll discover how these archetypes play out in your life. And for each archetype, 
there is light and there is shadow. Our aim with this program is to help you navigate your healing simply with clarity and ease, understanding why situations or matters might trigger you and how to balance and tend to the negative emotions that come up. So there is power in repetition when you are working with us. All these techniques, all the videos, everything that we offer will be offered to you for a lifetime. And these techniques will be speaking to your subconscious mind. So while you are tasking yourself with conscious mind activities, your subconscious mind will also be working along with you to be successful and to help you elevate and guide you to the great change and balance that you are looking for. So if you are interested in this course, visit brightmindsetproject.com. Send us an email. We will be starting this program uh, October 18th, and we are so excited to offer this to you for a very affordable price. This is an on-demand course, so you can do it in your own time. There is no rush. You can take your time, really digest all the information. So we look forward to welcoming you to the Soul Creator family through this program. Let's get back to the show. Okay, so you know what, Carl? We'll just I'll just get straight to it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna get straight to it. I'm sure everyone just wants to know and wants answers too. Mm-hmm. Why do we fear? <laughs> okay, so, so annoying. I know fear is annoying, but we have to remember what its natural purpose is, and the purpose of fear is to keep us safe. Right. Um, If you've ever watched any documentaries on the development of babies Mm, growing up Mm -hmm. very early on in their life, before their conscious mind is actually a thing, while there's still little subconscious minds, you know, crawling around, they are, yes, and very cute, (laughs) they are developing the idea of fear Mm. very early on babies will be walk will be crawling right. and when they come near the end of a table they know to stop mm-hmm. now this is just something that is naturally inbred in us where we will not do something to hurt us right it's a natural thing so fear as a reframe is actually a good thing and we'll get more into that yes but that is why we have fear fear is here to keep us safe Right. It's here to give us the adrenaline we need to say, run away from lions, tigers, and bears. Oh my. Um, yes. And <laughs> it's a good thing to have. However, what's happened mm. to humanity is that fear has now seeped into things where it doesn't need to be present. For instance, telling someone that you love them people are fearful right people are fearful of saying i do not like this part of my job mm-hmm. i need to either look at the job description again right or resign right fears are becoming more and more 
present in everyday life. And it is stopping us from taking a chance on our own self. It's stopping us for trusting our own intuition. Mm -hmm. And fear, I find, likes to step in when it comes to intuition. Right. I find that people now, they don't even want to trust themselves. They would be sooner to trust their friends because they're like, well, I'm afraid of trusting myself, but I'm not afraid of trusting my friend. And And your friend isn't even qualified to tell you what to do in the first place. Exactly. Because it's not their life. They haven't seen your experience. They don't know your experience. Right. And I think of a quote Mm -hmm. and, and the quote is, I am what I think you think I am. Ah. So even our personalities are built around the idea of I need to belong. And if I don't belong, I'll be lonely. And if I'm lonely, I will be sad. And if I'm sad, I will feel this way. And there's a whole, you just never ending downward spiral. Yeah. You just chunk down, 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 down until really it's all about lack of feeling a lack of love. Wow. And fear is, fear is the vehicle that takes us there. That's so, yeah, see, this really fascinates me because even what you said about, you know, building, like a building block of yeah. more, what can I, how do I say it? A building block of more like excuses, I guess you could say. Oh, yeah. To just say, Girl. okay, well, I'm not going to do this because you want to learn how to roller skate, for example. Mm-hmm. Maybe someone had a bad experience growing up. They fell too many times and they're just like, no, nah, right. I never want to roller skate again. Right. And then their friends come along and they're like, hey, guess what? For your birthday, we're taking you roller skating. And yeah. you don't want to be the odd one out. So you say, okay, but you are petrified. And you, mm-hmm. when you get to the skating rink, you don't even go near a skate much more, get on the rink. You're just like, no, I'm petrified. And they go into like a complete, like paralyzing Yes, paralyzing state. fear. Mm-hmm. When it comes to that, like, when it comes to that kind of paralyzing fear, I mean, I know that some people say, oh, you know, you have to face it head on. Some people try to. I know. And it doesn't and really pan out the way they thought. See, the thing is, is that, and, you know, before I even get into that, mm-hmm. it's fear, no matter what, it's coming. It's going to be there. It happens to everyone. Oh, yeah. It happens to Oprah Winfrey. Absolutely. It happens to your neighbor. But the difference is, is how you use that fear. Okay. Now, for me, I believe, and this is why I believe, no matter what, always go back to the breath. Mm. You know, the breath is the one thing that's going to stick with you from the day you were born to the moment that you die. Right. And it's the only thing you're going to lose friends. You might lose spouses. You might break up with your children. You might never, you know, you're not going to spend the rest of your life with your parents, Mm -hmm. but you are going to have your breath. That's it. And it's like the one sounding thing. It's the one thing that's not going anywhere until you're done. Right. It's here for your life journey. Right. And when people are fearful, it's a matter of coming back to the present moment. And this is why Mm. I believe so much in meditation. Mm. I believe that breathing, just the idea of breathing can bring us back to the sense of home. Right. We are a world that is filled with a lot of overthinking, a lot of procrastination, a lot of anxiety. Yeah. And we 
indulge in it. Our thoughts are racing. When you talk to a friend, they will be talking to you. Your mind and is... in your mind, you are thinking about 20 other things Precise. while listening to your friend. <laughs> and you are not even focused enough to mm -hmm. stick to one challenge before moving on to the next. Right. So because we're so preoccupied, we tend to not really sit down in the present moment and say, okay, I'm fearful of moving to another country. Right. I'm fearful of moving to another state. Why am I fearful? Mm -hmm. Are you asking those questions? Like you're breaking it down to find the right. root as to the root. What? Because okay. it, sometimes the fear isn't, I'm afraid of moving to a different country. Right. Sometimes the fear is, I'm afraid of not being near my parents. That's a thing. And or that's not making new friends. Or... I'm afraid of not having friends. Right. So that's the actual fear. That's the fear. When you know what the actual fear is, mm -hmm. then you can work on it. If you know that you're fearful of not being able to make friends in the new country, mm -hmm. then what you'll start to do is you'll start joining groups on Facebook. Right. You'll start looking for forums and different blogs where you can meet other people that have perhaps lived in the country that you lived in and moved to that new country. Right. And you can start chatting with them before you even leave your country and right. have friends when you get there. I love that. But you won't find that out unless you start doing the right discovery questions with yourself. And it doesn't happen unless you start to calm down. Mm -hmm breathe and really say okay i've got to figure this out and use the fear to take inspired action wow yeah that's true it's funny too like how that works just i love how you put it you know people using you know they, they see the larger picture instead of trying to see well why am i afraid of moving or why am i afraid of leaving this relationship or this friendship and it always goes back to the i don't it's almost like they don't have enough faith in themselves mm -hmm. to believe they can do better or get better so it's almost like it's i don't want to say self-hate but i want to say almost like self-doubt self-doubt yeah people so we're trained not to we're we're trained to fear our own thoughts right we are trained to believe that whatever is going on up here mm -hmm. for ourselves is not right right we're trained to almost like that's a lie right we need to talk to other people to, right. to validate everything we do and if we yeah. talk to other people and they give us an answer we don't need to be fearful of it and how are we supposed to live our most authentic life Mm -hmm. our authentic life right yeah exactly if we are basing everything we do on what another person thinks based upon their fear right we discussed this as well where you know some people you want an opinion and nothing's wrong with getting opinions from right. people they you know that's fine but sometimes you ask the wrong person and you know maybe they had a bad experience we've all had experiences where things have gone you know a wall that's fine that happens it's called life but unfortunately you ask that person you know i want i'm thinking about opening a bakery and maybe that friend had a bad experience opening something right and that friend is just like are you crazy no don't because this and this and this and they start like planting these negative seeds now in your mind and the next thing you know that's it like the yeah the gift that you want that you had is now buried so deeply exactly and it's not even 
It was not even your fear to carry. Exactly. And you know what? Yes, it does. And that leads me to think of the, you know, the fear of not belonging. Um, I know that when I decided I was going to go down the path of mindfulness and spirituality, Mm -hmm. you know, I was leaving behind you know, a world where I was, you know, very much, and you were as well, very mm-hmm. much in the fashion industry, oh, very yes. much into <laughs> consumerism, yes. buying, you know, it, it was all about the fit. It was all, it was about, all about, you know, looking the great, threads. the trends yes, and girl. still love clothes, up you know, up to this day. However, my mindset around it was very unhealthy. That part. And Mm -hmm. when I decided that I was going to live my life a different way, I was walking in fear for the first couple of months um, running Bright Mindset um, Mm. Project because I thought, what will my friends think? And they're all going to think I've lost it and they're going to stop talking to me and my, you know, I'm going to have to find friends that are more aligned and how long is that going to take you were building we're a in the, yeah we're in picture. the middle of a pandemic i can't wow. like go to events to events like and meet people face to face how right. am i and it, i built up this whole story this whole storyboard of, of what you felt that was, hasn't happened but right right and i found out that and this is a, a quote mm. that i take from um, think like a monk yes. from Jay Shetty. And the quote Great is, you know, when you try to live your most authentic self, some of your relationships will be put in jeopardy. Mm. Losing them is a risk worth bearing. Finding a way to keep them in your life is a challenge worth taking on. Mm. So the idea was, is like, you know what? I can teach people around me why my life is better now that I do this. Absolutely. I can use this as an opportunity to help other people. And when I started to reframe Mm. the possibilities, the fear started to dwindle. Nice. And now there is none. There is none. And you know, I think too, with you using Bright Mindset Project, brightmindsetproject.com, I um, also feel that, you know, if that person's a real friend, and you know they really appreciate and respect you as a person no matter what path that friend wants to take they should support you regardless if they were a shopping buddy or you know because for example even people that smoke you know a lot of people quit smoking especially during the pandemic a lot of people decided you know what Right. I want to live a cleaner life. I don't want to do this anymore. Right. And a lot of people, I'm sure some people lost a lot of friends, which is kind of sad if you're losing friends over cigarettes. But I also know a lot of people that have said, you know what? I don't smoke anymore. But my friends who do, they totally, they respect it. They, they understand me. Yeah. And I think that's really cool when you have a support system where people, despite the difference, they're still a lover of you and your business mm-hmm. and your journey. Um, quickly... Because I, I know it wants to go too long, but I also want to talk about fear in sense of mental therapy, because a lot of people, it was funny, mental health is on such a platform right now, which is great. Yes. Because for once it's being celebrated as, you know, that yes, you should take your mental health seriously. This yeah. is not like back in the eighties where, and beyond when, you know, it was more frowned upon. Right. If you were going through something 
you kept it to yourself, which is severely dangerous. Yes. But there's still a stigma around it um, in every type of community. I can't even say that it's like, you know, specific, but I know, well, I know for minorities, there's a, there's still a bit of a stigma. Right. Mm -hmm. um, that's, I'm hoping is breaking up now with mm -hmm. mental health does matter amongst human beings, period. But there are some people who feel, okay, they know something is wrong, but they're afraid to even seek help. Right. Instead of, you know, they'll, they'll rather sit there with the fear yeah. of even getting help. And I'm just trying to figure out, like, I don't want to say why. I don't know what to say. Well, here's what I will say. And, and this is a perspective that someone can take. And if you're a person that's afraid of taking the step into working on your mental health, mm -hmm. I will ask you this. How is your life doing sitting in the stress and anxiety of fear right now? Mm -hmm. And how do you think your life would feel if you could just put down the fear, the stress and the anxiety? How would your life change? Right. What would you get up right now and do if you didn't have to worry about being afraid all the time? How would it feel to wake up in the morning and be so energetic that you don't want to go back to bed? <sighs> I remember what it was like to mm -hmm. not want to get out of bed, not because I was exhausted, right. but because I was sad. Right. And fear is going to keep you in that dark place and you're going to be consumed consumed and you're going to pass away never knowing what the beauty of life could have been right and you'll miss out on the enlightenment that was intended for you right so i have no major points or reasons as to you know go now but i will say as someone that suffered from mm -hmm. you know mental illness and and dealt with it your life is going to be a lot better once you start working at it i can't and agree more if you're fearful of going into an office physically there are too many ways for for me my practice is virtual mm -hmm. um there are many apps online many mm -hmm. other mindful websites where you can get content you don't even have to leave your house you can do this work in secret you don't right. need all your friends and family no one to has even to know. know that you're doing this work so for me this is really a plea please go and take care of yourself i can't agree with you more and i think you know even because like we were saying like you were saying not not too long not too long ago you know they, they have free apps they have hundreds of different resources where no one even has to know. But I guess once people get over the fear of just talking to a complete stranger, I think that's when they'll finally be like, okay, this is fine, I, I can do this. Because I know that although they have, you know, apps where you can talk to someone and you don't even have to, they don't know you, you don't know them. But for some reason people, I guess because we are, all of us are the great pretenders. We love to pretend even in front of a mental health professional we go to them, we sit with them, and we're like, yeah, you know, so this is just kind of what's going on in my life. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm sure the shrink well, is like, you're trying it with me, and I'll, I know there's more than just I'll that. I'll say this, <laughs> I will say this. You are at cause. Yeah. And you have the choice 
to be honest and yes. do the work that it takes mm -hmm. or you can sit in the fear and let it consume you yeah there there is no in between here there is no i'll do a bit here and do a bit there right you have to use the fear to take inspired action and move and and do something about it it's your life it's your journey mm -hmm. why are you missing out on what is possible because right. you are fearful okay how are we going to work through this fear right if you don't want to work through it then you're not going to work through it there That's are people it. that are sitting out there and they will sit in their fear and they will love their life that way and and that is fine that's all they'll but, ever know right but this message is for people that are sitting on the fence and wondering what would happen if i could if i could just get over the fear that's of it. dating again mm -hmm. um if i got over the fear of you know saying hi to the coffee making yeah. person at starbucks like how would my life be different if i just stepped out of the fear yeah one the greatest speakers in the world the greatest people that are in your life they woke up one day and decided i am not going to allow fear to consume me anymore that's it it's simple as that that's and i know it that is. it's you know we, we can go on with this all day and i know that a lot of people will always have like, like you were saying fear is a safety net it's always going to be there but when you can take your fear and have it drive you instead of you know hold you hostage you'll see that life is actually so much more easier to live you have to do the reframes reframe and say okay but what if this happens but instead of saying that how about saying and what if you really want happens right it's almost like that quote on what happens if i fall and then the person says well what happens if you fly right exactly yeah. so asking those questions and really gaining trust in yourself yeah. doing the work because i do feel that if you work especially with the subconscious mind you will be able to wrangle that fear to unlock what's going and you'll on. be able to work with it and actually make some incredible decisions and moves in your life nice i love that if you enjoyed our conversation be sure to listen in next week follow us wherever you listen to podcasts we are on YouTube and Instagram. Just search our handles, Her Castle Girls and Bright Mindset Project. Check out our website, brightmindsetproject.com to book free clarity calls and see what one-on-one -on -one group programs are available. Stay bright. <laughs>